and welcome to this podcast, The Talking Toddler Coach. I'm your host and coach, Heather Randolph, pediatric speech-language pathologist, cheerleader of mamas, wife, and business owner. My passion is to empower you, moms, to help their little ones begin to talk or talk more. If you're worried about your child's speech development, confused about what to do, or frustrated by the advice you've been given, or are still on a wait list for speech therapy, you have come to the right place. This is where you'll go from uncertain to calm and confused to confident by learning about speech development and realistic expectations, receiving tips and tricks to help you in your daily life with your kiddos communication, using consistent action steps I'll teach you. All right, let's get into it. So I wanted to come on today and do something a little bit different from what I normally do. Um, So typically, just so you guys know, when I do an episode, I spend a couple hours just planning, thinking, researching. I write out an outline, kind of do all of that. I don't come and speak off the cuff. I am not comfortable with that yet. But yesterday, as my husband and I were driving home from the Keys, I was thinking about just some previous experiences that I've had in public situations with different kiddos and uh, watching moms and dads and and I really I really just wanted to kind of get on today and just kind of speak off the cuff and just kind of say what was on my heart. So let me just give you some background. So we were we were at a restaurant on our vacation and there was a kiddo who was obviously having just a really tough time. Maybe they were tired, maybe they were hungry. You know, I don't know, but the kiddo was probably about mm, about two, two and a half ish, and you could just tell that this little one was struggling. And mom and dad looked like they were just at their limit. Not not an unsafe situation. I don't mean that, but you could just tell they were just like, oh my gosh, like we are so frustrated. And no judgment whatsoever on my part. I was just, I was just really, really feeling for them. I tend to go into thinking in my head, what, what communication frustration is going on here? Now, there could have been none of that, okay? I realize that I'm looking at a situation where I have no context. So I, I see kiddo being upset. I see parents looking really frustrated, and I think, oh, we have a communication issue here. There may not be. It may have been a complete one-off, and the reason why the parents were so distraught looking is because this isn't the norm. I tend to work with kiddos who it is the norm, and parents are frustrated because it's happening more often than they would like. So... I'm understanding that I am making an assumption about this situation. And that's not fair because I don't know. But I did just, I just felt for them. And it kind of caused me to reflect a little bit more on other situations. So my husband and I travel a fair amount and it's, it's either driving or flying. You know, every once in a while you get those kiddos on the plane that are just really not happy little campers for whatever reason. Um, 
you know, they could have ear pain because of the ascent and descent of the plane. You know, it's just, there's, there are a million reasons why a kiddo can cry. Um, and again, I'm not trying to make assumptions, but what, what it made me think about was how, so let me back up even further. So go back to the family with the little one throwing the fit. I mean, we're talking like screaming and kicking and dad is trying to comfort and hold and mom is trying not to cry. And, you know, and you've got people who are watching and I, it's not like I stood there and just stared at them. I mean, I was aware of what was going on without staring at them because I didn't want to add to their frustration or possible embarrassment or whatever the case may be. But inevitably, there is somebody there who's just staring and judging. I recall a couple of times in a, I don't know, a department store, kiddos throwing a fit and you have uh, women who are rolling their eyes at each other about this child. And, you know, the, the poor mom is just, <laughs> she's just like completely, completely distraught. And then you have these women around her judging her. And so anyhow, that... All of that being said, the situation there and then reflecting on, you know, airplanes and restaurants and stores, movie theaters, what have you. I just want to say, like, if this has been you, if you have been in a situation where your child is really having a rough time crying, refusing, yelling, kicking, screaming, whatever the case may be, where you feel judged, stared at, looked down upon, whatever the case may be, I just want you to know that's the other person's problem. It's not yours. You know, unfortunately, as human beings, we say and do things that are dumb and inconsiderate and downright mean sometimes. And I don't know. I just want to say it's not your fault. Let it go. You know, let let the person do what they're going to do and do what you need to do. Whatever that looks like for you. If it's, you know, you and your child need to go out to the car, maybe turn on some soft music, maybe go for a little drive and return, or it's a moment in the bathroom, uh, whatever the case may be, whatever it is that you and your child need in that moment, do what you need to do. And in that moment, if you can, just let go of whatever someone else is doing. It is human nature to judge. It is human nature to um, be defensive when we feel uncomfortable. So the other person in that situation who's rolling their eyes or sighing or making a face about what your child is doing in that moment, that's a reflection on them. And they are in that moment uncomfortable. And we as human beings don't do well with discomfort. We want to be comfortable. We want to be happy. We want to be 
you know, all the quote unquote positive emotions. And when the quote unquote negative emotions occur, we can get a little nasty. I don't know if this is helpful, but it was just on my heart to share. So if you have a kiddo who has a hard time in a public situation, and maybe there's a pattern to it, I would just really encourage you to, not in the moment, (laughs) please do not do this in the moment, but when it's all said and done, things are calm, you're back at home, and you can kind of take a second to look back and reflect, maybe, maybe there's a pattern. Maybe there is an antecedent, um, something that occurs right before the, whatever you want to call it, the temper tantrum, the outburst, the fit, I don't, whatever you're comfortable calling it. Maybe, maybe there's something that occurs prior to it that can be avoided or mitigated prior to it occurring. And I got to be honest with you, even even when I troubleshoot this with parents and have a discussion and talk through the different steps and okay, let's what, you know, what did you do next and next and next, even working through that, there isn't always a pattern. There isn't always a reliable antecedent. So I have some colleagues that would argue the opposite and say, nope, you can always find the pattern. You can always find the antecedent. There's always a reason why. And there's an argument for that side. And then there's also an argument for the one-offs, right? Every once in a while, we just have an incredibly bad day. We have those days as adults. It's not just, you know, it's not just a toddler situation. So with that being said, you know, kind of put on the lab coat, put on the scientist lab coat, if you will, and kind of just look back and see, is there, is there a pattern to this? Is there something that happened that could have been avoided or changed? So an example of this would be, let's say you're used to running errands on Saturday morning. And you've noticed the last couple of weekends, your little one is much more fussy during that time. And it just kind of started happening in the last maybe two to three weeks. So you kind of think about it for a minute. Okay, so we're going to the store. It's pretty much the same time. My kiddo has always liked going to the store at this time. So so what else is going on? And you kind of think back and you kind of reflect a little bit further and you realize, oh, oh, the nap schedule has changed. So maybe just shifting the time that you go to the store on Saturdays is what's going to help. Maybe, maybe not. Just an idea. I guess for this episode, then my talking tip of the day would be take a little time, do a little reflection, kind of step it back. So here's where Maybe the tantrum was, okay, what are, the, what are the five things that happened before? What happened the day before? Did this happen at the same time at the same place? Just kind of doing that reflection, a little analysis, and ask for help. You know, when we're in the midst of something difficult and we're trying to see through it, we're trying to understand it better, 
um, sometimes it's just really, really helpful to have someone else come alongside and help us take a look at it. So maybe your spouse, a family member, a trusted friend, just kind of look through it and don't spend a lot of time on it. So I don't want this to become a situation where, you know, you're thinking, oh, I've just, I've got to find the thing. Um, and then the thing isn't obvious to you. I, I don't, I don't want that to drive you crazy. My hope is that just by taking a little bit of a reflection, a little bit of a step back and seeing, is there a pattern or was there something that led up to it? You can kind of be proactive about whatever that was. You can make an adjustment and there are no guarantees that the reflection, the analysis, making adjustments are going to prevent any future issues. I'm not guaranteeing that, but it often does help. It really does. The second talking tip, though, is try to let all of the eye rolling and the facial expressions and the judgment, just let it go. I, I, I pray that you do not hold on to that, that you do not carry that around with you. Just realize that is that person's issue. Maybe they were uncomfortable. Maybe they're having a bad day. I don't know. But you can just let it go. All right. So that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys have a great week. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening in today. My hope is that this podcast will help you feel a little more calm and confident when it comes to your child's talking. If you have any questions about this episode or want something covered in a future episode, let me know. You can connect with me and find more information at randolphspeechtherapy.com. If you found this podcast worth your time, please rate and leave a written review for the show. This helps other moms find this podcast and get help too. Just a reminder, the content in all of these episodes is for informational purposes only and is not to be considered speech therapy. If you need help finding a speech therapist, reach out. I can help you find one in your area or see if teletherapy is a good option for you. Don't forget today's talking tip and have a great day.